You're listening to the Movie of the Week podcast, a podcast about movies which we review every week or until they shut us down. Welcome to another episode of the Movie of the Week podcast. I'm Jim. This is Drew. And this is Jacob. Sit back and relax as we talk about this week's movie, Halloween 1978. 15 years after murdering his sister on Halloween night, 1963, Michael Myers escapes from a mental hospital and returns to the small town of Haddonfield, Illinois, to kill again. Alright guys, uh, let's start with this spoiler... Alright guys, let's start with the spoiler-free section of our review. Uh, Thoughts? Just some basic intro thoughts? Obviously this isn't kid-friendly. Oh yeah. No. Now, I know a lot of kids that have probably seen this and this type movie, but their family's horror people, so they... That is true. And those th- people are weird. Them in any way. Mm. I, I do want to start off by saying, be like, just one little phrase. Halloween, Halloween, this is Halloween. <laughs> For more information on that, listen to the South okay. episode review of... What the is not- the name of that movie? The Nightmare, <laughs> Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Before Christmas. Come on, man. That, that's a bad faux pas. <laughs> I nearly said, I, I had a, I was like, I was thinking, this is Halloween. It's like, no, that's not the name of the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, Jiminy. But, okay. Uh, going into, spoil, you know, the spoiler-free section, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're in spoiler-free. All right. Don't be like Brian. Yeah. Don't be like Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, don't be like Drew either a couple episodes ago. <laughs> there was one he just kind of blew at about somebody dying, and we had to cut it out, too. So, Once again, well, my we, apologies. We cut it out. All right, so Halloween, 1978. Uh, cl- classic John Carpenter film that probably most people in their dog know about. Um, it's a cinematic... To most people, it's a cinematic... Uh, Jim. Not confused with our our host Jim. Yeah, not not this cinematic Jim. No, G E M. G E M. Yeah, but I actually really enjoyed the film. Uh, being my first time ever seeing it, oddly enough, because I remember early on in life watching Halloween H two O of all things first. Why did you watch Halloween H2O before you watched Halloween? I was over at a cousin's house, okay. and they were watching it. And they was like, oh, we're going to watch this, and they're going to watch Halloween Resurrection, which was blah. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone probably thinks that. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, it's 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 not good. Let's thing. say that. We'll probably review that movie at some point in the future. Probably so. Hopefully. At some point, we're going to review everything if this goes well, I guess. Yeah. Perhaps. <laughs> everything. But... I myself personally, I found myself really enjoying it. The the theme, the the atmosphere of how it's shot, how it's edited, how it's acted, was very well done, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. All right, Drew, what do you think? Well, let me just say that I'm glad somebody enjoyed this film <laughs> <laughs> because I have the exact opposite thoughts. Oh, really? Um, I'm not big on horror movies in general, not because of the scare factor, but because they bore me to some degree, which makes me sound like a psychopath, but it's... Just a little. (laughs) I I don't find horror movies in general entertaining, 
and I find slasher movies even more so, which this technically I think falls more in line with. Uh, technically, it falls more more the the horror genre. So well, it's a slasher it's, film. It, well, this it is, is where we a get slasher the, film. Yeah, this is the it, basis of where we get the slasher film. Right. This is this is one of the earlier, uh, but this is also like the least slasher slasher film. That is true. Is. Right. And but it is considered it's one. Very minimalistic. It's just at no point did the movie get me interested. <laughs> I, my, right. my first thought, uh, not, I'll get into that later. Sorry. Okay. It's just, it's not my kind of movie. And so, That's fair fine. warning, I didn't really like this movie. Okay, then. Well, you know, that's always good. I'm, I'm a big fan of us doing reviews where we don't all 100% agree. It's, it's good. It gives people who are kind of on the fence anyway uh, two sides to look at. Yeah. So uh, unless there's anything we really need to touch on, I think that's a great way to go into our uh, spoiler-filled section. All right. What did you think about the film? Oh, I, I, I have mixed feelings. I enjoy it, but, you know, it's not the greatest film of all time. There are better slasher films. There are worse slasher films. I'm kind of in the middle, but... Uh, I'll get more into that in a minute. Okay. Uh, I just figure since we've covered, you know, both sides there, why not? Um, so at this point, if you have not seen the movie and plan to and are not a fan of spoilers, please pause the recording and come back after you finished it. If not, if you don't mind spoilers or if you've seen it, let's uh, go ahead and continue on into our spoiler-filled section. All right, guys. Um, this movie is very different. Like, I, I was not expecting it... Uh, to be as tame as mm -hmm. it was, considering it is a slasher film. Uh, I don't know if that was a common reaction, but I mean, I think what four or five people total got killed. Uh, you know, yeah, it's like five people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not not a crazy not a crazy bunch of killing and not a lot of bloody gore. Kind of kind of mild. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's just because. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Carpenter's a. a been doing horror a lot but this is one of his earlier pieces it does have a lot of um uh it throws back a little bit to psycho not as much in the storyline but i mean like uh dr loomis is named after one of the main characters yeah. in the in psycho uh, a lot he's you know obviously he likes hitchcock yeah so i mean and if you i don't know i mean if you've seen friday the 13th it feels way more like uh like psycho but in that hitchcock style right a uh, little way more suspense i think than this is but yes they're both in the slasher genre and um, and it also has a little little more connection to psycho than probably most think jamie lee that, curtis absolutely and uh, i'm drawing a blank on her the actress's name <laughs> uh, uh lee uh janet lee uh, janet lee janet lee yeah the original the 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 original Scream Queen, I guess. Yeah, the original if Scream you Queen. Will. Yeah. Yeah. The quintessential, uh, the, the woman who gets killed in Psycho at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And I if, mean, you know. And if anybody's never seen Psycho, go watch it. You can go rent it somewhere. You can buy it. Just go buy it. It's an amazing Hitchcock classic. It is. It really is. Very much a, psych uh, very much a, a quintessential Hitchcock uh, piece of uh, film. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. All right, Drew, hit us with some negs, all right? Well, before I get into the negative, I will go ahead and get okay. some of my positives out of the way. You're, go ahead. Uh, first off, I like the, the uh, cameo of 
the thing, knowing that John Carpenter would eventually go on to make the thing. I think the thing was after his thing was after this. Yes, yes. it was. So it was I, I liked that at le- that that kind of foreshadowing to the, his next movie. I thought that was an interesting take. Plus, I appreciate that the opening credits are filmed and not. Uh, so many times it feels like it's just white letters on black background, and this at least does more because with you got the jack o' lantern, it there, there's slowly zooming in on. You've got orange letters, which is different. I appreciate the difference in that. As uh, the graphic designer in me loves the look of that opening. Yeah, the 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 opening to this film is kind of quintessential to the whole Halloween mm-hmm. yeah. uh, thing, and that's it's kind of where you get some groundbreaking. Um, uh, techniques at the time because mm-hmm. this is before the steady cam. This yeah. is the, the thing they use. I can't remember what it's called, um, but it's the predecessor to the steady cam. Vista Glide. Sp- yeah, I think that's right. Um, they used a lot of their budget <laughs> filming that. It was the last, I mean, that's the last thing they filmed, yeah. too. So they had, right. you know, how the and house it looks, looks whole. It lo- that's the thing is that opening is beautiful for what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had the, the house in the whole movie, you know, is ugly and dilapidated yeah. and whatnot. But at the end, they went and papered everything and painted it yeah. in order to do that last scene or that first scene. Um, yeah, they, they often claim it's like the longest running shot, which it isn't. But the the way they executed that se- that it that sequence was amazing. Absolutely and incredible. And there are technically two cuts in it. Yeah, there are two cuts. They do a really good job of hiding yeah. it. Yeah. There are. And uh, I pre- do also appreciate the use of the jack-o'-lantern as kind of uh, the motif going through yeah. it. Yeah. To, yeah. And I, I appreciate that. So now to bash the film. <laughs> <laughs> well, before you get into it, I also want to point out something which I think will also alleviate some of your issues. Uh, this movie was shot in 20 days. Yeah. For only three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. See, that's the thing. The shots is not my problem. Yeah. I, I can even go with the the general feel of it being a an old style horror movie, like a like mm-hmm. B movie, but uh, the higher quality of uh, was it nineteen seventies era was when this was yeah late seventies. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate the use of the 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 campiness of. Uh, the 20s and 30s uh, B movies. I, I'm I'm guessing on years of when the original thing came out. So I, I, I'm fine with that stuff. The th- problem for me was I don't understand why Michael Myers is killing everybody. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my problems. I know to some degree, as he is meant to be more of a force of nature type of character. Yeah. You're not supposed to understand why he killed his sister, why he's killing everybody else in town. He's just like that doctor said, he's evil. evil. The devil. Here's eyes. my problem with that. I hate characters who are evil for evil's sake. Very true. If a character <laughs> is evil because he's got some repressed, uh, I don't know, repressed sexual tension against his sister or something. Maybe I can work with that. Maybe. But, and I think I even read somewhere, although that was on Reddit, so I don't know how true this is, uh, that supposedly the reason he's evil is because he's somewhat possessed by a demon early on that wants to kill everything. But that really sounded more like fan fiction more than anything else. (laughs) I, 
just really get the feeling that Michael Myers is evil for the sole case of being evil. And I hate that in a character. Especially one when at least all the other characters are not two-dimensional. All the other characters at least have depth. It's not a lot of depth, but it's there. Yeah. And then you just have Michael Myers, who's just there to kill everybody and be silent about it. As like, I understand the idea of focusing on maybe the psychological era of you don't know why this guy's killing you, why he's targeting you, but he's coming after you and he's going to kill you. He killed all your friends. I kind of get that, but at the same time, in the heat of the moment, while the film is going, I'm sitting there going, why is all this happening? Why is the film not giving me even a hint of why this is happening? And all of a sudden, because I'm overthinking that over and over again, I'm out of the movie. I'm not paying attention to the movie. I'm going, why is he killing everybody? Why did he kill his sister at the beginning? Why the penchant with the mask? I mean, to some degree, I understand mask. It's Halloween, trick-or-treating, blah, blah, blah. And I, as a Trekkie, I appreciate that it's a William Shatner mask, because let's face it, there's nothing scarier than William Shatner <laughs> coming at you with a knife. <laughs> I, I'm glad you brought that up. I had written that down. I'm like, someone has to bring this up. So... I appreciate that, but at the same time, I'm looking at Michael Myers and going, can I just get three sentences, or just a sentence to explain why at least the doctor thinks that uh, Michael Myers killed his sister? That's all I want. I want one sentence, but the only thing we get is, oh, he's just evil. Yeah. He's just evil. It's like... Yeah. That's not an explanation. That's not an explanation. And that doesn't get me invested in the movie. I was that's and that's my biggest problem with this movie. It did nothing to get me invested. It just said, "Here's what's happening. Uh, ladies, get ready to jump into your boyfriend's arms." Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. And that it's like for, I'm fine with other people watching that and enjoying that. I, it's just not for me. Yeah. Well, to kind of give a more in depth explanation, you literally have to go another four films to get an explanation behind that and that but then again is and that's i shouldn't have to do that no you shouldn't the biggest here's the thing the biggest uh problem everyone i've heard complain about rise of skywalker is that the movie does not explain half the stuff that the book has to explain and you should not have to do that and that's Agreed. the same problem here Agreed. you should not yeah. have to go four movies to find out why michael myers is evil yeah yeah <laughs> Well, I mean, there were a, the thing about this movie when it came out, there was a ton of bad reviews, very much along your lines and others, you know, because there are errors in the film, there are issues, but somehow it managed to make forty-seven million dollars in the United States and seventy yeah. million worldwide, which we, is the equivalent of like two hundred sixty-seven now. Yeah. Which yeah. is fine. Go, I appreciate the people who enjoy this movie. I'm yeah. glad they enjoyed this movie. <laughs> However. It ain't gonna. If this movie ever replays in a theater, guess whose butt will not be in that seat? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Unless we do it, we, we hold on, Jacob. We should agree right now. If they do it, we've got to do a reaction video. We oh, just, that's different. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> and, that's different because y'all will be reacting, and I'll just be sitting there with my hand against my sh uh, chin, going bored. I have a skull. Is this movie over yeah. yet? <laughs> Now, now, mind you, be like I, I'm very jumpy for the most part. Very jumpy. Now, watching this in a theater, I might jump, even though I've might, watched it already. 
Did you jump at all? No, I didn't. I, I oh, was, that's good. No, I was I was very intrigued by the story itself. Uh, the the fact to be like how it was shot, how John Carpenter like the uh, direction, cinematography, lighting, uh, the cast itself would be like is very well. The cast the the cast itself is very well rounded, and uh, it's got an air of realism to it, where mm-hmm. in most films of that era and going forward you have you know, like realistic characters other than just like paper cut out characters getting ready to yeah. you know get an axe through the head well i will say i figured you, I, I didn't know if you would jump or not but mainly because it's the perception of the bad guy in this film series mm-hmm. the monster or whatever is essentially seen most of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's rare that he just jumps out. Yeah. Most of the time, it's like, okay, here he is. Now you see him looking at them, or you hear him breathing ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a couple of scenes, like, in the house, towards the end of the film, where they try to get that. But a yeah. lot of it, they work on more of the, this is kind of creepy, and why is this guy just raising up after he's been killed? Yeah. Right. Um, and, of course, so I, those I, I, long... I didn't expect a lot of jumping. Those long shots... On facing different people as they're leaving the scene, you're going, "Are they doing this just so people can go? Oh, is he going to come? Is he going to? Is he going to come? Yeah, go? it's like, suspense. Okay, it's I know you're building. I know you're building suspense, but at the same time, I'm going, cut, <laughs> cut, <laughs> next scene, next scene. Move do on. I need to press okay. fast forward? Do I need to go one frame at a, uh, do a double frame here? <laughs> Come on, they only shot for 20 days. They had to make sure they get as long a shot as they could yeah, get. No, I, they I understand. It. It's just, you know how well, it I mean, is when you're watching a movie you don't like and you are oh, forcing yeah. yourself to finish it. You're just sitting there going, next scene, next scene, get, move. <laughs> this is stupid, move. Well, uh, like, <laughs> but you know, the okay, so the guy who plays Michael Myers yes. in this film. Well, which uh, one? There's five of them. The, the uh, well, there's two main ones. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, and I don't. What was his name? Um, crap. Uh, the guy who got paid twenty five dollars a day. Okay. Well, that's that's uh, that's the one I was going to talk on the most. But he's actually labeled as playing the shape. Yeah, which is the character. Uh, yeah, which is the the guy who wore the mask, the shape, not the guy who you see his face for one scene. Uh, but well, there's well, there's several actors and people throughout the movie who had even like one of the producers and writers dons the mask sure. in one scene. Well, yeah, but and that's wears the, the suit and walks towards the camera. Tony Moran is yeah. the one who plays Michael Myers, yeah. right? Who we see his face for the one scene, aka the shape. Um, no, no, no. That's that's Michael Myers. Oh, okay, we see the one face. That's right. The guy who's credited for playing the shape. Or uh, most of it is where to go. I have it written down somewhere. Uh, okay, is Nick Castle? That's right. Yeah, and Nick Castle is, in, for me, is best known for directing uh, the Last Starfighter. Uh, he also wrote Love Escape from New York. He wrote a lot of other stuff. He's directed a little bit yeah. uh, of this, that, and the other. He's been in been in the business for a long time. But a lot of people like to talk about the stuff he does as Michael Myers. Some, like the slow rising up when he's dead, you know, in her room or in that room or whatever. Yeah. Um, a lot of the slow head gestures that people always found creepy and mm-hmm. most of the walking and everything is mostly done by him. There are other people who do end up doing it for a scene here and there, yes. but most of it is done by him. 
Yeah. Uh, in a documentary I watched over the film, um, the actor said to me like he literally he was like, Oh, walk to your walk to your next marker, walk to your next marker. Except for the scene where he kill, kills the boyfriend and tilts his head like a dog. Yeah. But the the head tilt is famous. Oh yeah, it's absolutely famous. Yeah. It's it's That's a very famous shot. That's the thing. I actually appreciate all the acting done for my for the character of Michael Myers. I thought as little as it is, as little yeah. as it is, because, but it is. I, he kind of is that evil Frankenstein, for lack of a better term. He's yeah. I, I I thought he did. They all everyone who played him did a good job. Yeah, I just didn't like the movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Like I'm like <laughs> I'm trying so, to be as nice to this movie as I can hey, be. You you are fine to trash it. It does not bother me in any way. Yeah. Look, J- this is Jamie Lee Curtis's breakout film. It is quite literally. This is where she becomes an actress. I think it's her first film um, of any note. I think she might have been in some shorts uh, and stuff. Um, but yeah, this is her first movie, and. I think she does a great job. I was shocked by her hair. That was the first big thing for me. Like, she's got that volumey hair, and I looked at my wife and said, I wonder if that's her real hair, or if they spent, like, two and a half hours trying to give her that Farrah Fawcett uh, flowing style. And I think they have to have... Uh, I think it has to have at least been her hair, but they spent hours yeah. doing it. Because throughout the film, it gets lighter, like, less volume, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously... If she did, like most people, you know, she sprayed it full of product, and by the end of the day slash night, it's worn down. Makes a lot of yeah. sense. Um, she reminded me a lot of Jennifer this... Grey. Uh-huh. The, the way she looked, she reminded me a lot of Jennifer Grey. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, see, I thought, I didn't think of Jamie Lee Curtis as Jennifer Grey. I thought of uh, well, uh, the, the, the friend right. as Jennifer Grey. See, in my mind, I was thinking Jamie Lee Curtis was Jennifer Grey for a bit because I, I knew Jamie Lee Curtis was in the movie, but I didn't know who she played. And it took me about 10 minutes into this movie after we first saw her go, that is Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. It just almost looks nothing like the what Jamie Lee Curtis I'm used to seeing. So, uh, what was her name? Was it, I guess it's the one who plays Annie. Yeah. I thought she looked a lot more like... She does. Uh, like, yeah, because she's got the curly hair mm-hmm. and stuff. She was the one I thought, like, I'm sitting there going, she kind of looks like Baby uh, from Dirty That Nancy. is true. I didn't so, think about that. Like, I thought she did. Like, I, I knew it was... Well, I, I mean, like how you know. your first thought was Baby from Dirty Dancing, and my first thought was Ferris Bueller's sister from mm. Ferris Bueller's Day <laughs> Off. Yeah. Or, I think, Red Dawn. Oh, yeah, there is Red Dawn. But yeah, I mean, I thought she kind of looked like that. Maybe they're going for a similar look. I don't know. I don't yeah. know when Dirty Dancing came out or when any of those came out exactly. That could I know, like, Red Dawn's 84. That could have just been the popular hairstyle of the time. Right. And that's probably very true. Um, you know, all I, all I'm saying is, I, it was just funny to me that you thought Jamie Lee Curtis was her, and I'm thinking another character looks like uh, uh, Jennifer uh, Grey. Yeah. So... That's kind of funny. I mean, um, I didn't see it in the nose, granted, but the hair and the general shape yeah. of the face was there. Yeah. So I was then going, did she, did her nose grow? Did she get, <laughs> did, did she get like a reverse nose job? <laughs> God. Uh, <laughs> Why would no, you do that? <laughs> J- Jamie Lee Curtis has such an iconic face. She does. Yeah, it just took me a second to see it in this movie because it was. I'm right. not used to seeing her so young. Sure, very young. Yeah, she was 19 um, in this film. Yeah, 
I was I was watching it. Me and my wife had a lot of commentary going on through this. Oh, film, I can which, imagine. <laughs> and we we're talking about it, and we we're talking about how she's not your traditional Hollywood beauty. Usually, they go for the younger blonde mm-hmm. or the younger, more traditionally beautiful. She has what you would call a handsome face well, in Hollywood. They, yeah, it doesn't meet that classic beauty style, right? To quote the movie, they were going for the Girl Scout. Very yeah. much so. And you know, yeah, she I mean, she wasn't the slight, bombshell like everybody thought. They, slight, that you have the traditional like nineteen yeah. seventies and eighties. They were going yeah. for a more slightly dorky, the kind of girl who has a hard time getting a boyfriend in high school type of look. The girl next door, yeah, or, the one who might be smart enough to survive a slash. Exactly, precisely because let's face yeah. it, her friend is not that person. No, <laughs> no, I, I the minute she, that girl showed up on screen, I thought she's dead. <laughs> That's a dead person walking right there. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Every I, so. you can just kind of pour, figure out look, just looking who's going to get their come up at swell. Yeah. 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 There were a lot of re- <laughs> to, there were a lot of red shirts in this film. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah. It's a slasher film. That's what happened. Yeah. That is true. It's very true. Uh, I love Oh, go ahead. I do want to bring up one point of uh Dr. Sam Loomis. Yeah. The fact that he barely does anything in the film. Yeah. It's so be like he he's driving to the sanitarium. You can't see a thing. A guy jumps on the roof, strangles the nurse, she gets away, he jumps in the mm-hmm. car, and automatically he thinks it's Michael Myers. <laughs> of well, course Michael Myers is gonna jump in a car and drive away. The man has never been behind a wheel, and apparently he takes another four mo- four or five movies to explain that. Well, and you know, here I am going. Okay, you you drive up on this scene. They're obviously inmates who has, have escaped from the asylum. They're wondering. They're wandering around. Why on earth do you go up to the gate? Yeah. Why do you not turn around, go to the diner, and call somebody? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, I, that that doctor that was, was an idiot. Yeah, I'm just pretty saying. Much. And the the point, the other point I want to make is the fact that they like. Yeah, Dr. Loomis, he literally is like, oh, okay, I need, I need to go to Hattonville because I know that's where he's going to go. It's yeah. like, okay. And then he goes to Hattonville. He does. He talks to the sheriff, and then he sits in front of the Myers house the entire time yes. until he sees the car. And then he goes up well, and shoots Michael Myers. Yeah, well, that's because, I mean, he assumes he's going to come back there. Yeah, yeah true. That's classic. true. Here's my thought. You've been there all day. Michael Myers has not moved. There's been no movement at this house. Do you not get a search going to find out what's going on around here? Yeah. Yeah. D- yeah. At least have the police, even if you don't tell them what's going on, at least have them up patrols while in town. Cause there's gotta be more than one yeah. other police officer in this town. Now I do. I do <laughs> like, I do like the point where the kids, the little kids walk up to the Myers place and then, and then he scares them. <laughs> and he yeah, had this biggest grin scene. on his face. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. that was good. That was really good. His performance yeah. was amazing. Yeah. But yeah, it was just all like, job. okay, he's just basically standing there on a corner, maybe standing in the house. Oh, he ate a dog. Well, okay. you know, they pa- they paid him like forty grand of their three hundred thousand dollar budget. That is true. So, you know. Yeah, he uh, was only on set for I think two days, I think. Something like yeah. that. But 
but he was uh, he's only there because Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing. Yeah, I, I I realized I was like, oh Peter my god, Cushing would have been an interesting choice. Well, even wouldn't it? Yeah, Peter Cushing be like after the fact, be like that was the worst mistake I have ever made. That's what he said. Yeah. He said it was the worst business decision he ever made. Uh-huh. Was turning down this film. What yeah. did he turn this so. film down for, though? Uh, maybe he just didn't like it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Script was. I mean, even this came even, out in '78. Uh, yes. Go ahead. What's that? that? This came out in '78, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that means he would have had to been prepping for Star Wars around this time. Because Star Wars is, I think, a '70. No, that's Star Wars was '76. '74. No, Sorry. Yeah. My bad. I mean. In my I mean, mind, Donald, I was thinking 79, but that's Star Trek. Yeah. Donald Pleasance, who's the guy who plays yeah. Linus, um, he didn't like the dialogue and said he didn't connect with most of it anyway. But, you know, uh, you know, he's a big-name British actor. Right. So, Is he British? Yeah, Something he's British. I don't know. He just seemed yeah, like he was. was confused the entire time he was on screen about what was going on. <laughs> yeah. Part of that. Some of the dialogue. Part of that fits the, the movie. Granted, yeah. But some of it's like some, you don't even yeah. know where you are in, the, in this country, do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, all the license plates I think said California, and they're supposed to be in what Ohio? Yeah, Illinois. 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 That's right. Illinois. Sorry. Yeah, I never uh, noticed that. Yeah, there's a lot of errors. In there, the there, there. Yeah, there's a, there's a uh, a palm tree, like somewhere in the distance. Several times. Several times. Palm trees. I didn't see most of these. I was just doing some researching on stuff and noticed them. Like, uh, I think when his hand hits the glass to break it in that scene on the uh, on the car, I think there's a wrench tied to his hand. Yeah, uh, I did hear. I did read see. about that. Um, and there's there's a handful of others. They did a lot of had a lot of errors. Um, I think well, when, this was... when someone's driving, it turns night and day back and forth. True, yeah. during, but I mean, so. in all fairness, this is a very low budget indie movie in that true yeah because there is no big company attached to this no no in its production no. yeah i'm not sure who I mean, owns again, the rights right again now, it but. it worked and most people didn't catch most of the errors i mean obviously there's always going to be someone looking for them and i don't know how many of those were caught early or how many of those are just from people watching them over and over again yeah but because uh, i didn't really see any of those mm-hmm. throughout it i just read about them later yeah um, now, I will you know. say, if I had watched this with a group that was commentating and talking about oh, it, yeah. I probably would have had a lot better time with this movie. Mm. Instead, yeah. I sat here in my apartment by myself, all the lights on. It's like <laughs> go, looking at my watch every couple of minutes going, is anything going to happen before That's- everyone gets killed in the last five <laughs> minutes of this movie? <laughs> That is the downside to the horror film. At least, I mean, some slashers, it's way more way more excitement. But, you know, especially when they're trying to be a bit suspenseful, sometimes you're going, okay, are we going to do anything besides watch teenagers talk and live their lives? Yeah. <laughs> Which you is know. why... A slice of life with horror. I mean, th- this style of sus- suspense film is just not my cup of tea. Because yeah. it's like, we're not getting anywhere. We're not getting any information... About we're getting information about the victims, granted, yeah. yeah, but we're getting nothing on who this guy is and why we should be worried about him. He's just a force. Mm-hmm. That's just what gets and, me. Yeah, and as opposed to many other uh, horror films, there's no like destination as we're going yeah, through. Like right. there's no like at the end it's going to happen at a dance mm-hmm. or at a party or something. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of daily life situation. Yeah. I mean, well, sure, I mean, and they even about hinted about. A, da- a homecoming dance. Yeah. That stuff could have right. happened yeah, tomorrow at. night. But we but never got to that. 
Yeah, no. but it's not like one of those, like so many of them, where mm-hmm. the whole movie is slowly building to this scene yeah. at a thing, you know, and uh, or you know, like camp or something. Yeah. So there's a there's a back more more than anything. This one's just like okay, these people are living their life. Yeah, it's like there's you know a murder. What? Great on Halloween. On Halloween. I mean, and, I guess Halloween. And is the, the only of way you know it's Halloween is. They're carving a jack-o'-lantern in one scene. They're watching the thing in another. And you saw five trick-or-treaters total yeah. <laughs> in this sure. entire movie. And yet, yeah, another, this is Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's another You know thing. what? Like, okay. I grew up in a small town that I'm assuming Haddonfield is about the size of. There were more kids that were trick-or-treating on Halloween than I saw in this thing. They should have been having to go to the door every five minutes while watching the thing to give out candy. <laughs> That's another thing. Like, okay, babysitter on Halloween? Like, <laughs> where are these parents going? Yeah. Where are the parents going? Why aren't the kids trick-or-treating? That's what I thought. Yeah. All the kids are staying home, watching movies, making uh, making popcorn mm-hmm. balls. I mean, I guess, I don't know when, when was the, the drug scare? Was that the 80s? That was the 80s. So, right. yeah, it hadn't quite happened yet. At the very least, if you're wanting to, you know, make sure the kids are in before it gets dark, there should have been a scene at, as the sun was going down of them trick-or-treating. Yeah. Just to Doing give yeah, more yeah. of a feel that this is happening on Halloween yeah. besides really depending on a title card for most of that information because the yeah. rest of the time I mean, it could be any time before Halloween, anywhere in October, and it would have fit. Yeah. Right. I feel like the whole babysitting on Halloween thing, like, that's such a bummer. Why is no one talking about, crap, we have to stay in and babysit on a, a during Halloween, mm-hmm. why aren't we out partying? Yeah, I mean that's kind of, you know. Well, the the most of the teenagers are more concerned about, oh, when can we be alone and do this, you know, thing we're not supposed to be doing. But that's what you do. Uh, that's part of the whole Halloween thing. Yeah, they probably would all run off and have parties and yeah, do that exactly. and drink and everything else. So, like, why are they all stuck at home babysitting? I, I mean, mean, I guess even maybe if, they all work. Even maybe if this is the, the loser kids. Uh, yeah. you sh- there sh- should still be something. There should be yeah. something we hear about parties going on. Right. It seems like these are the, it seems like the four four teenagers that we see in this movie are the only yeah. teenagers in town, and two of them decide to go hang out at the third one's house for for half the mo- for about halfway through the movie for That's apparently really no good reason besides the hookup. That's true, true, but like still, it's like eh. you know. <laughs> Admittedly, that's just an excuse so they can all be murdered and struck and that is displayed true. in the same spot for Jamie Lee Curtis to go find and scream yeah. at. But yeah, Lori was <laughs> supposed to go over there later on, but obviously, you know, a little slashing and killing mm-hmm. was you know also of suit. Allow me. To, uh, this is a dumb question. Has nothing to do with the movie, but it's something that confused me. Whose laundry room that's outside of the house? Can you get locked into that you can't get out of once the door is closed? Why is well, it easy is... to get into the laundry room, but it's not easy to get out of the well, laundry the room? Well, the door jams, apparently. They had a I'll key. Know. Yeah, but appara- well, apparently the door. Yeah, but apparently, like, apparently it's an older door and it just jams against the uh, the door frame. And I so you know. have to push it or so something like that. So then you go, you have to move everything out of the way of the window to get out. Yeah, apparently she gets stuck I'm there. If, I'm just saying, well, if you have, if well, you have this, this much it's trouble, it's the '70s. Maybe that's time out. Maybe that's where you go spend <laughs> six hours. Like you're in trouble, kid. Go sit in the laundry room for six hours. By the way, switch over my whites. Yeah. 
know, I'm I mean, just, I'm, it's, it's, it's the 70s. That, granted, and it's, I'm still looking at it going, despite, A, it's strange for me to think of the laundry room being outside of the house. Maybe that's an Illinois or California thing. Don't know. Uh, well, I know some people have it like I've seen that like as I've rented yeah. a lot and I've looked at new houses well, and different old houses. Sometimes people will have like a little adjoining building that right. does some of their stuff. In my mind, I thought have, maybe this was a detached garage that yeah, they had. Be. They just had it in there, and I would go for that. But at the same time, if it's a detached garage, there's a much bigger door you could open to get out. That is <laughs> true. And that's all. This place where she dies. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of a uh, kind of awkward, but you know, again, there are there are places with weird little buildings. And again, maybe they just don't want their washer and dryer in their house, and that's the only option they had. Perhaps because that does happen a lot. It yeah. just seemed weird to me. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, what else should we touch on here, guys? Hmm. Honestly, I can't think of anything. I don't. I don't think I can either. Just the fact. Are we? Yeah. All right, so I guess at this point we ought to do our star review. Um, Let me get my negative one out of the way first, just so y'all okay. can be not, be nicer to the film than I will be. Good, it, it gives me a chance to think. A right, little. I'm giving this movie two stars. Ooh. I am now. Granted, this is my enjoyment of the film I'm rating. This is always what it is for me. Is I'm talking about how, what, if I like the movie, and obviously I did not like this movie at all. So. Uh, it's for what I see. It's it's made well for the budget it has. I can forgive it for a lot of stuff. It's just I didn't enjoy the movie. It's that's just the plain and simple fact about it. So if you all you enjoyed the movie, great. But yeah, for me, it's a two star movie because I didn't enjoy it. Jacob, hmm. thoughts? Well, compared to my colleague, I actually really enjoy the movie. Uh, nothing against Drew. That's Drew's opinion on the film. I thoroughly enjoyed the film for its, it's, 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 yeah. suspense. Suspense. Thank you very much. I enjoy the movie for the suspense. I enjoy it for its atmosphere, the the story itself, the pacing. Uh, even though some be like it seems to drag on, but I enjoy that about the film. And there's so much about um, films nowadays that don't do that. And I, I just, I found myself be like, I really wish they would do that now more nowadays. Kind of like drag things out to make it more suspenseful. But my rating would be, uh, oh, heck, I'll give it a four. All right. All right. Uh, that's, uh, for me, uh, you know, looking at all the stuff, I, I'm trying to be as objective as possible. You know, I mean, low budget film does really well. It's got a lot of good. I mean, we've got some good uh, film techniques that weren't very common at the time. It's kind of different than a little bit of everything. It kind of helped launch the slasher genre, which may have been a mistake in many ways, but uh, you know, it launched Jamie Lee Curtis, who I do enjoy in a lot of films and TV shows. Yeah. Uh, the movie is it's not bad. It's it's a solid movie. It's it's got potential. Like I would watch a movie after this one. I'm going, you know, I've watched way worse films. Uh, well, is it yeah. the greatest? It's not even. I, I know it's not even my favorite slasher film. I'm a bigger fan of Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, sorry, yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. That's the one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> just double checking. Not yeah. Anyway, um, 
I'm going to give it three and a half stars. Okay. I want to give it three, but I think three and a half is really where I should land at. Um, because I think the acting of, of Jamie Lee Curtis is good. I think Jason is portrayed very well. I mean, the other people do a fine job. You mean nothing... Michael Myers? Did I say Jason? Yes, Sorry. you did. Because I was thinking of the other one. Sorry. Michael does a fine job. Everybody who portrays Michael. Um, I think the supporting cast does exactly what they're there to do. To look like normal people for the most part. Um, I think the doctor does a fine job. The writing on that's a little weird. But, you know, hey. Could be worse. Um, yeah. Three and a half stars, I think. All right. Yeah. All right. I will say. That's our review. I will say this oh, has not scared me away from watching any sequels to this it's just my hope going into those was well maybe these will be better well yeah there you go all right and uh that concludes our review of halloween from 1978 you've been listening to the movie of the week podcast if you'd like to follow jim you can find me at on facebook and twitter as passive creative or on instagram as passive creator this is drew and you can follow me on my photo bin on facebook it's at Drew's Photo Bin. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759, where I try to leave a review of every single movie we review. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can find Jacob on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. You can also find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. You can also listen to our sibling show that Jacob and I are on at thecellcast.podbean.com, where we review animated movies. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Please remember the opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and are those of the creators alone. At the end of the day, the only opinion that matters on whether or not you should watch a movie or whether you enjoy it is your own. As always, thank you for listening to the Movie of the Week podcast.